Welcome to another Edge of the Rabbit Hole Rabbit Pellet. I'm authoring a story and Mike Ricksecker. Along with me is my co-hostess Vanessa Hogel with a little something extra down at the bottom of the rabbit hole. And today we're going to be talking about responsibility in the paranormal with haunted objects. And Vanessa, this is something that is right up your alley at the moment because of the fact that you were just in Ireland. We just had a Beyond the Shadows episode on this with you and Gwen Clapper uh, because you picked up some uh, some religious relics out there. I don't know if they're haunted or not, but still there's a responsibility to these you know very historic items that are now in your possession. So let's go ahead and talk about this responsibility with these types of objects. And there is actually a huge responsibility. Um, and you know it's and you're right i mean there's can we prove they're haunted of course not we can't uh do we feel certain energies from them absolutely and because of those energies and because of where they came from gwen and i feel a very real responsibility to make sure that these don't end up in the wrong hands and that was really what i wanted to talk about because so many things um that that are considered haunted haunted items dolls mirrors any anything that was a personal item they people seem to want to use those for profit you know or they want to i don't know somehow sensationalize them a little bit and i worry i really do worry about where they came from and if there is energy attached to them is that being manipulated? Is that being abused in any way? Yeah, and I totally understand that. There are some interesting museums out there right now. Of course, the Warrens Museum is probably uh, the most famous one out there where the Annabelle doll is and many other haunted objects. Uh, of course, there's um, and John Zaffis has his own little museum down there in, in his basement. There's the Archive of the, of the Afterlife out there in West Virginia, fantastic um, museum that Steve Hummel runs. And then, of course, there's uh, Zach Bagans out in Las Vegas with his haunted museum. And many of these objects are supposed to have attachments and uh, you know possessions and safeguards are supposed to be you know put up on them. And I'm you know, I'm totally cool with, um, with with somebody opening up a location that you can go and you can see some of these historic items uh, that may have been used in some famous cases that um, the people all know about. And so you can go there and see firsthand what these items are. But uh, I, I do believe you're right that I think some of them, that some of the legend and lore that have been associated with them have been, you know, kind of blown way out of proportion and keep in mind some of it's all a good fun like the the annabelle movies we know like you know, nothing from those movies <laughs> is really real right? except that <laughs> except that the warrens actually you know own the annabelle doll or, or did they've, they've passed away now um but still there at the museum and, and that's about it so you kind of take into context that a lot of that's in good fun you know but these there's some of these other ones that you know they're perpetuating as like no everything that we're, we're talking about this thing is real and it's so over the top that it, you're right it gets sensationalized people are flocking to see these different things that it, it just may all be you know this uh this hyperbole that they've put out there that yeah to make a dollar and i'm cool with exactly. them and I'm cool with them to charge, you know, a couple bucks to go, you know, see these items. But when it's, 
when what they're saying about it isn't real and you're charging a crap ton of money to get into some of these places, that's where I have a concern. Exactly. And the items that Gwen and I brought back are extremely personal items. I mean, I don't think you can get a whole lot more personal than the coins that were placed on the eyes of the deceased, both adults and children. How can you get more personal than that? You know, that was their passage into the afterlife. We we have those coins. They're some of them are almost two hundred years old. They they've seen so much death. And you don't always know somebody's intent. You don't always know what what would make them allow these to get into the wrong hands. And that's what frightens me. The Bible that I have that this priest was sanctioned and trained by the Vatican for exorcisms. This Bible's from 1888. I, I can't tell you everything it's seen. And I sure as hell don't want anyone making up anything, you know, or abusing or misrepresenting the person that owned it. That, that really bothers me. To me, it's all about ethics, morals, and integrity. And that in many cases is lacking in this field. And I, and, Gwen and myself both, we just can't, we can't allow these pieces to, to end up in the wrong hands. Yeah, and I think you have that with uh, with almost any field. You know, people are always trying to make out a little bit more uh, than what's the actual, than, than what the actual significance of the location was. I mean, even, even places that are like legit historic locations, like you go down to you know, Williamsburg, and it's a very historic town. It had uh, a part to play during the American Revolution. But when you go down there and you you know partake in everything, it's a wonderful place to visit, and I highly recommend it. Um, you know, they they almost make it out like Williamsburg is the center and the epitome of what was the American Revolution. And it's like, well, it had a small part to play, but not as much as what you're making out to be. So, I think all of these industries. Uh, do that to a degree, but what's different with this one uh, are the different attachments that can go along with these items. So, um, you know, eventually, eventually, something's going to happen to your possessions, and th- this is, you know, I guess, you know, my concern with a number of these different things. You know, the um, the Warren's Occult Museum; those items are now, um, you know, Tony Sparrow's heading that up. Um, so there's a responsibility that's been, you know, moved on to mm-hmm. a, another individual like that, where he was already put into place by the Warrens, um, you know, before they passed. Okay, great. But, um, you know, something like what you have, um, in others, you know, not just you, you know, when you pass on, what happens to these items? They go to my son. Well, that's good. Yes, we've already discussed it. He is he is well-versed in this. I mean, even though he's not at the forefront with me in what I do, he is aware of everything and understands, you know, what I consider important, and he feels the same way. And we've already sat down and had a very lengthy discussion about it, and he has already decided that when he passes on, it goes to his children. Good. And so on and so forth. So it stays in the family and is and is protected. Some people might think I'm going overboard with that, and that's their that's their right. They can, but these came to us, especially with the symbolism that that we 
found out the day that Gwen and I were doing the show with you and Shauna, the importance of one of those statues and the fact that that one ended up with us out of the tens of thousands that could have. Right. There's no, there's no convincing me that this wasn't divine intervention that they weren't meant to come to us the way that they did. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I agree with that, but uh, and that's great that you have something set up with, with your son and what will happen to all those things down the road. Awesome. But what happens to these items that end up in somebody's estate sale? You, you, not, not, you mean my items? Not your items, okay. but somebody, somebody else, else who has items like this mm-hmm. and it, they pass on. Maybe they, maybe the children don't realize what they were or maybe they just didn't believe in all that ends up in the estate sale and I'll just, I'll throw them out there. Somebody like Zach comes along. Well, (laughs) I have to, I have to admit I've investigated homes where this is the cause of the hauntings. So, I mean, when you have certain things like that, that are, that have attachments and they end up in an estate sale and somebody purchases them and you know, there's somebody like Zach or somebody is even somebody not like him, you know, even somebody just a you regular Joe, you know, and they take them into their homes. It, th- they can have attachments. They can have hauntings that are caused by that. They can have issues from it. Then they end up calling in people like us, um, which is one of the reasons why I'm so protective of these. Th- they know my energy. They're comfortable with me. I can't say that would be the case for somebody else. So it's a responsibility. Um, I see what you're saying is if somebody picks up a 300 year old hairbrush at a it was an <laughs> antique that was that was bought at an estate sale or an auction. Um, I have to believe. I, I I have I have to really believe that people are smart enough to know that if it's something that old, that there might be something attached to it, or that there might be a certain energy attached to it. Um, but there's just there's no way. There's no way to stop that from happening. We just right. have to be prepared to be called in when it does. <laughs> okay, what about something like um, like Robert the Doll? So you go down there, Key West. They've got them set up in the museum. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the whole legend of, you know, don't just randomly take a photograph. Get permission. I don't know how you get that permission from him. How he says, yes, you may take a photograph. Um but there are so many stories of people of people taking a photograph and not getting that permission and running out and something terrible happens to them. So they end up writing these letters apologizing and trying to get forgiveness. So, I mean, is it is it even prudent to allow photography there because of this type of thing? Well, um, I might be willing, I might be getting ready to hurt some people's feelings. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Um, is that possible? Sure. I haven't been down there. I haven't seen Robert the doll in person. Um, I will say right now that as it stands, there isn't one thing I've ever heard of that I wouldn't feel comfortable touching, including Annabelle including this Robert the doll. Um, and th- the reason I'm saying that isn't because I'm Billy Badass. I'm not saying that. I'm not putting that that statement out there. What I am saying is I I feel 
that your energy dictates what happens. And in many of these cases, if people think that they're getting away with something, if they didn't do what the people said and ask permission, they're putting that energy out there to bring negativity towards them, you know, in such a self-fulfilling prophecy. If I do something that is technically against the rules, and I know it's against the rules that I was told, whether I agree with them or not, that I'm putting that out there is that I, I broke the rules. I was a bad girl. I was a bad girl, which means something could happen to me. And I'm kind of putting that into motion myself. Does that make sense? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, totally understand. Um, I really believe it's self-fulfilling prophecy. I really do. Yeah, you've, you've heard these stories about like with, uh, with, with Annabelle and one of the things with her, especially early on, there were a couple of people who ridiculed her. There was a priest and then there was a, a young couple who came to see the doll and they, they ridiculed, made fun of the, you know, the legend behind it and the haunting that was supposed to be behind it. And then on their way homes, they got hurt. Um, mm -hmm. So there's that that type of thing that goes on. So talking about responsibility of these haunted items. So you have these items in your possession. Now, we don't know if they're haunted or anything like that. But, you know, what do you do you know, as far as being responsible for these items? If you, know, you display them or you show people, how do you um, try to ensure that respect is shown these items so that something like like this with Annabelle or even like Robert the Dollar or some of these other items that that doesn't happen? Well, I can't say that I'm ever going to take them in public and show them. They're going to be, they were shown on your show and they will be shown in the documentary. I, I won't allow anyone to touch them. Okay. You know, me and my son and Gwen have, and that's pretty much where I'm going to draw the line for the simple fact of, of their age. You know, I mean, how old they are, the fact that, you know, the, the Bible itself is very delicate. It might be large and it might be heavy, but it's delicate, you know, and the fact that it still has visible writing in it, hand handwritten notes. I don't want anything to jeopardize the preservation of that history, you know, so. Yeah, I some of those, some of those notes were very interesting, you know, just kind of on a side thing. Are, are you going to do anything like, I, I don't, I don't know, like document the notes that, that are in there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Well, when I get more than five minutes to sit down, because it's just been crazy <laughs> ever since I got back. Um, but let me let me um, backtrack for just a moment, mm -hmm. and I want to clarify something. Because we talk about how people say, you know, or, or claim that, you know, these haunted objects, not mine, but others, have affected them. And they've, you know, because they made fun of it or something like that what I have the hardest time wrapping my brain around is if there is something negative attached to any object, what makes that negativity more potent and more violent and more able to harm you than any haunted location you go into and you antagonize any, any, you know, screaming against the demons use the d word right there Any <laughs> bad divination um i i just that's what i have my hardest time wrapping my brain around is is it only because you have an object to focus your fear on that makes you feel as if you should apologize or if you have evil coming to you or 
are they really that strong and potent? Does that make sense what I'm saying? I mean, you can go, there's plenty of negative um, spirits everywhere. You oh, know? yeah. There, there just is. And we see them get antagonized all the time by every Tom and Dick that's Harry on YouTube wanting to be the next Zach Baggins. It happens all the time, yet you're not hearing the stories of something horrible happening to them, except for certain people who claim it so they get attention. Right. So that is... I guess, like I said, that's where I draw the line. Is that's why I have such a hard time believing that's that something out there that's negative, negatively attached to an object, could in fact harm you. Because I'm I'm living proof that I've been in some nasty situations, and here I am still kicking it. You are. You are absolutely. So I hope that gives all of our listeners some food of thought food forethought <laughs> when it comes to the responsibility surrounding haunted objects and you know how to handle that type of responsibility you know it's a, it's a hot topic they're hot items and as we continue to uh, you know develop and grow within this industry and there's more of these objects that become available and i'm sure there's going to be more museums and locations that uh, that have these items on display is going to become more and more of a topic. So uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. If you have not yet, please go ahead and follow us or subscribe to us on whichever podcast platform you're currently listening to us on. Please go ahead also and subscribe to us on the Haunted Road Media YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Haunted Road Media, where our full Edge of the Rabbit Hole episodes air every Tuesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, 8.30 Central. So... Vanessa, again, another fantastic topic. Thank you. You have a great <laughs> week. You too. Bye, y'all.